Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Mark 16, 15, go ye therefore into all the world. Amen. And preach the gospel. Preach the good news about Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so if the church would just simply stir themselves up, praise God. And if they can't go, send others. By sending others, by supporting missionaries and supporting those that are going, we're hastening the coming. We're hastening the coming. Amen? Can you see that? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now notice the 26th verse of that same chapter. God went on to say, put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. What does he mean, put me in Remind him of what he said. See, when you come into the presence of God, because of past failures and mistakes and shortcomings, the devil's going to bring all of them right up before you. Amen. And if you look on them and think on them and talk about them, then the devil has you at a disadvantage. But remind the devil and remind God and remind yourself of what he said. He said, I, even I. Now, that's not bragging on you. That's bragging on him. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions. Aren't you glad they're all blotted out? And I'll not remember. I'll not remember thy iniquity for mine own sake. Now, put me in remembrance. Not only remind him, you see, of that, but remind him of what he said in regard to prayer, how he said, call unto me and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Amen. So on, right on. Just remind him of what he said. Notice that's what, that's what Jehoshaphat did. He reminded him of his word. Too many times when people come to prayer, all they talk about is the problem. Notice he hadn't said a word about the problem yet, effect the fact that they've come against him. He's talked about all the time about God who made the heavens and the earth and all that's therein, praise God. Amen. And who said, in a time of trouble, if you turn to me, I'll deliver you. Glory to God. Now then, God answered. Notice that 14th verse. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, and the son of Jewel, the son of Mathaniah, the, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah. Caught the attention of the fact he said, talking about Judah also. All Judah and you have been of Jerusalem and thou king of Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you. Be not afraid. Thank God God never comes with a spirit of fear. The Bible said he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Notice. If an angel appeared all through the Old Testament, even the New Testament, if the angel appeared to someone, or in the case of the Holy Ghost manifest himself, then came the Spirit of God upon this individual. God never did say, be afraid. He never did say, be fearful. Did he? Not one single time. Down in East Texas, I know it's humorous, and yet right on the other hand, you can learn something from it. Uh, in East Texas, someone spoke with tongues and a lady got up to interpret it. 
And she said, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afeard, my little children. She told me, Be not afraid. Be not afeard. But if you are afeard, I don't blame you. I get afeard sometimes myself. <laughs> I don't believe God gets afraid, do you? And he don't want us to be afraid. I don't care what happens. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what the situation is. Glory to God. Amen. So thus saith the Lord. What's he saying? Be not afraid. Be not dismayed. Glory to God. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed by reason of this great multitude. I mean, there's all, from the natural standpoint, all the reason in the world to be dismayed, to be afraid. Great multitude. Now, why? 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 Thank God he not only tells you not to be afraid all through the Bible or dismay, he tells you why. Amen. Now, why? Why? Why not be afraid? Look at these three armies that's battling against us, bound together to come against us. Why not be afraid? Why not be dismayed? For the battle is not yours, but God's. That's the trouble with a lot of folks. They're trying to fight their own battle by themselves with their own strength. And they fought out till they give out. No, just lean back and rest on him. Let him do it. The battle is not yours, but God's. Now let's go on reading. Tomorrow, go you down against them. No, just because the battle is the Lord, you're not just supposed to settle down and turn it over to him and say, that's it. No, no, you got your part to play. Now, tomorrow, you go down against them. I thought he said the battle was the Lord's. Why do we have to go down against him? He's going to win the victory through you. Amen. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. God told them right where they were, and you go out. Ye shall not need to fight. Want you to go, but you don't need to fight. Set yourselves. Stand ye still and see the salvation. Well, the Hebrew words also translate deliverance. See the deliverance of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Now again, he encourages them. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Said the same thing again. Why? Because folks are tempted to fear to be dismayed. Fear not, be, uh, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before, fell before the Lord, worshiping him. And the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a quiet and small voice. No, they stood up to praise the God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Hallelujah. 
loud voice. Stand up and praise him with a loud voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Why are we praising God? Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, there's a pur purpose in everything. Why are we praising God? We're hastening His coming. We're leading the way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now you may be seated. Let's go back here now. They stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Notice the next verse. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall prosper. You see, if they didn't believe what this man prophesied, it wouldn't work. Just because he prophesied it, it don't work. You've got to believe it. Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Amen. Believe his prophets so ye shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. That's what they said. That's what they sang. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now look at that 22nd verse. Do you wear your shout and clothes this morning? Look at, that look at that 22nd verse. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against them, and they were smitten. Glory to God. When they began to sing and to praise. There's another illustration of that over in the New Testament in Acts the 16th chapter and 25th verse. Paul and Silas had been taken into question. They had been whipped. Their backs are bleeding. They've been thrust into the innermost prison. Their feet are in stocks. They're in the most uncomfortable position, an immobile position. But at midnight, at midnight, praise God at midnight. Now, I believe it was actually the midnight hour, you know. But right on the other hand, I believe that's symbolic. 
that midnight hour in your life is that greatest test, that darkest trial, that greatest trial, that darkest hour, that place where it looks like there's no way out, that looks like it's done, it, that's it, it's over. No, at midnight. Thank God the Bible tells you what to do at midnight. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag. The special bag has four audio CDs from Winter Bible Seminar 2015 and a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan, which has never before been released, entitled Bring Back the King. Also in this bag is a CD from Ken Hagen entitled Gathering the Harvest, Lynette Hagen's message on changing the condition of the church, Craig Hagen's message entitled Stay with the Branch, and the last CD in this bag is from Denise Burns, Ken and Lynette's daughter, Navigating the Seasons of Life. These four CDs and a DVD normally have a retail value of $36.95, but we're offering this special bargain bag for only $19.95. That's over a $16 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. Org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And don't forget, we have Rhema Bible Church there in Oklahoma City on Sunday nights at 6 p.m., 8921 Northwest Expressway. And so if you are in that area, come and check us out. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.